0: West West Show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 206 of the Back of the 135 podcast coming to you straight out of West Auckland here in Aotearoa, New Zealand. This episode is brought to you by the Mighty West West Podcast Network and is also brought to you by www.westwestnet.com. Check out all the West West Network on our socials. We're on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok and also on our YouTube channel also check out the west west network website for all our written articles on sports movies music and business written by our regular contributors also check out our old school movie review podcast called the late returns film review where i get together with some of the west west network crew and our friends to discuss our favorite movies we grew up with watching back in the days each episode is dedicated to one movie and we discuss the film using categories like best acting performances Best food in the movie Best score Music Favourite scenes And favourite quotes We also give out awards To certain parts of the movie Like We got the Civil Reese award For overacting Or the Reuben Thorne award For the weakest link And many Many other categories And awards It's a lot of fun So check that out The Late Returns Film Review Only on Spotify Apple And everywhere else You get your podcasts All right. my guests today are the cast and crew of the up-and-coming theatre production called What's the Difference 685 to the World, which will be showing from the 6th to the 9th of September this year, 8pm, at the Mangere Arts Centre. You can buy tickets online at eventfinder.co.nz. So I had the writer DJ Fong, for you Afghansi Scoop listeners out there, you would have heard dj fong on their podcast episode of a couple of months back and he is back on the back of the one through five with his entire cast and we talked about the experiences so far rehearsing and we talked about the message this play means to everybody so i'm going to the play and so should all of you guys out there listening so please give a warm welcome to my guests on the back of the one through five bus the all-in crew Yeah. All All thanks for coming guys. Um is everyone out here from Southside? Everyone? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one here's from out yeah. yeah. No one? Oh. <laughs> yeah, this Hi. There's three of us. Oh three whiskeys out here. Oh, welcome, welcome, welcome to the Back of the One three five uh, podcast. Hey. And thanks for, for DJ to allowing himself and his uh crew for the new show coming up in two weeks' time. What's the difference?
1: Yeah what's the difference yeah. <laughs> 685 to the world
0: i'm curious about that name where'd you get that name from what's the what's the difference and what does it mean because the play is about what i understand is about the context of the story is about the parades huh? the when to was playing in the world cup last year
1: yeah pretty much i came up with that name because it's kind of like symbolizing not only the parades but within our own people like what is the difference between us kiwi-born Samoans, and the you know the Samoan born Samoans like why are we separated in some sort of way and how did we come from that to um I guess being part of a parade movement like coming together as one like a unity so that's pretty much where I came up with the idea to have the show titled called what's the difference and the tagline 65 to the world because that's what it is and yeah
0: that's an interesting concept because when I think about the Tor Samuel team, most of those guys are either New Zealand born or Australian born. Oh, so yeah, probably, what's the difference is probably related to them as well, the actual players of Tor Samuel. Yeah, yeah, so I don't no, think there's any Samuels in that team. I don't think, <laughs> no, not that I know of. Yeah, yeah, so interesting. You, um, the whole concept of your players like the animal, yeah. yeah. So, um, can we introduce? I know there's a lot of you here on the podcast, and probably you guys broke broke the record for the most people on the podcast. <laughs> None yes. of mics, but uh, it's all good.
2: But bar, since, since we're on camera,
0: and to those of you listening on the audio, um, you're gonna go on YouTube to, to see the beautiful faces we have in the studio. Can we just go around and introduce everyone and just say where you're stuff. from and stuff like that?
3: Oh, hey guys, my name is Miko. I'm from Southside, and um. I play the role as Arthur, as the um the salmon born. So yeah, that was my role in our play.
4: Hi everyone, uh, my name is Helen and I hail from Westside at the moment. Um, and I'm playing Bella in the play, and I think she's from New Zealand. So New Zealand born someone.
1: Um, yeah, obviously, I don't really need an introduction. <laughs> um, Those ones. <laughs> 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 hey,
5: hey, 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 calm down.
1: <laughs> nah, um, yeah, nah, name's DJ. Um, I return with the Tyson character. And yeah, I'm the writer of this play. Sweet.
6: Thank you. Um, so I'm Lucina. I play Till Wheeler, who is Afa's uh, older sister, cousin and um i was born in samoa as well but we moved to new zealand i was born and raised out south side otara to be specific um but i reside elsewhere at the moment
7: hi i'm tans um i play auntie Silla, and i look after my nephews um tyson and ma and new zealand born
2: someone <laughs> should i say no
6: <laughs> i'm you so sorry you? I only said I was Afa's sister because um, he had introduced himself, but I'm also Solo's older sister, like, biologically. Afa's our cousin that we call brother.
2: Yo, she already <laughs> explains what to pass, I don't
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Nah, what's up, guys? Um, my name's Christopher. Flo. I play the, the role as Solo. My sister, my on-stage sister, um, Lucina, her real name, but she plays um, Te And uh, we have my, my on-stage brother over here, well he's actually like my far 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 <laughs> as cousin, but like that's too far, he got bro. adopted into the family so Yeah. <laughs> he's my own stage brother over there. And um yeah, that's crystal
8: flow playing as solo. Sure. Hey guys, my name is Saili. I'm also from Otara. And I play the role as Ma. That's my brother Tyson over there. And that's my auntie Sella. Yeah, and I'm excited for this. I can't wait to um play this on the day. That's basically me, eh?
0: Yeah. Sure, this is- Man, shop guys. Shop guys for coming in and um have you guys um done acting before and stuff? Was this like a new experience or can anyone
5: answer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, Do you wanna just go around
2: the room? No, 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 anyone anyone else, oh, uh, I think with me, um, before I got into linking up with these guys, um, I was actually a pro wrestler, if you if you remember. So like pro wrestling and acting it kinda goes hand in hand. So like to jump off the pro wrestling scene and then jump onto like live acting, it's it's a it's a bit of a transition, but it's it's like stepping into the unknown for me. So yeah, it's if you can say that's experience, then yeah, that's what I got. Yeah. Nice.
0: So it's easy then. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just to sum up, the yeah. <laughs> How are you guys? You Like, has uh, everybody here done acting before before this play?
6: I haven't. Um, so I've done background work. Um, I've done music videos would have had to be the main character, but this is actually my first to be one of the main characters and and say lines. So, no, I haven't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but now you are. <laughs> now you gonna go forward to be, and trying to yeah. make it as a career then? Do you think? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but that, that takes so much for what DJ has done, because I heard him on uh, five eighty one on his interview, saying, you know, trying to make a platform for, for mm-hmm. anybody and all of us to, this is a platform for all of us to have a go in, in the field of arts, in this field of arts, which is because uh, we talked about it, or you talked about it with the girls on I've got the other podcast about how theater work is new to us, but not new to us in terms of like us performing in front of people like acting. And that when we talk about White Sunday doing it as kids, we're born to do this stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And it's good that we're finally, a lot of us performers are finally getting into that professional theater space. Mm-hmm. Well,
7: I've done performing before. Um, I studied for two years diploma um, at BIPA, but I then fell off the wagon and then back on thanks to DJ. So that's my back yeah. back story. Yeah. yeah.
0: How long? Ago, how long ago was
7: that? Uh, graduated 2012. Oh yeah. Yeah. So been a
0: minute. So when you were there, were there a lot of performers? A lot. That? Yeah.
7: Yeah. Um, there was a few, and it was nice to see that you have different Pacific Islanders putting out, like coming out of their comfort zone. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess we all know that we are natural performing artists, whether it's either in Lokameki, sorry, Sunday school, even just randomly with your friends, you can put on an entertainment for some people, but actually putting it into like, actually putting it into the theatre show and actually having a structure it's it's amazing to see, and it's amazing to see um, our Pacific Islander people actually putting shows out there. So, and it's not many that you see, but you see a lot of up and coming shows now. So, it's nice, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah because the, the first guys yeah. I, re, I really saw getting into fear, fear the field space early was the Dicket Samuns. Like mm. those guys probably yeah. set the bar for everybody yeah. oh yeah. set the bar but the sort of pioneer they yeah. exactly so yeah we like inspired you guys mm. you know and and that was a while ago and it's good to see other performing crews coming up like you got um Suli doing his stuff you know mm. so do, do you guys think um it's a good place to be in now because it's a good start because we need more we need more of it.
4: Um, yeah, I think it is because, um, like you said, we all have a talent for it. But I think um, having the platform of being able to tell narratives such as the one that we are now, I think that there's a lot of other narratives like that that we actually go through where we don't subconsciously pay attention to. But I think, the, um, yeah, like like the story, there's, it sparks a conversation. Um, so I think it's definitely good that we... Uh, starting to move into these spaces starting to realize that we already know we've got the talent but now how do we put this into play so yeah i think that's definitely yeah yeah cheers to <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's good to nice. see you and, and i notice you guys you know are passionate about this project you know you guys got casted into this play it's interesting to me that you guys are in it 100 like you guys know the what the vision is, what DJ's vision is, and what you're trying to do, the story you're trying to tell. And that story of identity, which is a big topic, for especially for New Zealand-born people the story of our identity needs to be like out there. Because so, we all deal with things in, in our history growing up, where do we fit in? Especially when we're born in New Zealand, and we probably don't even know the language much as much, but our parents do, and we sort of left them um, out and stuff like that but yeah i think that's that story of identity is a big one and important for people like um dj to to make something of it do you guys
5: agree? Yeah, <laughs> I
4: agree. <laughs> I, think it, I, it, I think it also creates an opportunity for us to kind of look at ourselves because I'll be honest. When I read the script, um, I actually had to check myself because uh, I was New Zealand born, but I'm very, I'm very very well versed in my Samoan culture, and I've had the opportunity to live there. And because I have that, um, it wasn't until I read the script that I was kind of like oh my gosh, how do I react to people who aren't as well-versed as me? And I've realized that I have a bias that I wasn't quite aware of. And so I think it's a good opportunity for us to kind of realize the things that we aren't doing. So instead of reacting the way that we would act, perhaps it's time for us to be like, okay, maybe we could educate or maybe we could start talking about how we each have knowledge, but it might not be the same. And so how are we going to merge that instead of just looking at it and being like, oh, you're, you're fob or your plastic because I think um, that's where the saying, I think the Samoan saying about how uh, Samoan crabs always seem to bring the other crabs down as opposed to a Chinese crab, which helps to take the other out. And I think it's small things like that, but if we start to make a difference, then that could progress to bigger things. So yeah, I think there's a lot of opportunity there and there's a lot of things that could come just from something as simple as the narrative that's been painted in this production.
0: Yeah, because when I think about that that subject. When I think about my childhood, like going through all that stuff, but when I think about the kids of like like my kids, how they're growing up, it's totally different. I, I like to think that they don't it sounds sad, but they don't really care about this kind of stuff. Because I don't know how they grew up in this next generation with with different kids around them anyway. Like I think I don't know I don't know, it's my experience with my kids, like growing up in schools where it's not just hanging out of and hanging out of everybody. And it's like not when I was growing up. Just yeah. hanging with all the the brown people, you know, like you know, it's always um separated yeah.
9: and that. I'm just hiding in the back, guys. I'm Antonio. Um, you guys can just call me Ants. I'm the music side of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but my input on that is um, just mm-hmm. touching based on like you know, you say your your kids and their upbringing is different to yours. Everyone's got a story, and I feel like um, this is just one of a million more to come, mm-hmm. and um. It's just, it's it's quite a privilege to be a part of um, a team as well, just to watch them grow as well, and just, you know, acknowledge um, also DJ Hill for creating such a safe space for everyone. Um, to play these characters, to tell this story that would cater to a lot more that might have just been going through, um, you know, their journey of what's the difference between a fob and a plastic fob, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it, it just goes back to that as well. But, yeah, that's me. I'm Antonio. I'll be <laughs> I'll be flitting around taking photos. <laughs> ignore me, but I just thought I'd add my ten cents in. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's just the
0: driver. <laughs> so so coming back to the story, um, of DJ, like the theme of it is more so identity off the back of the Tosaamo, you know, the the parade thing, and that's a really interesting way to bring that story in because you're right, Tour Samoa did a lot for Samoans all over the world. You know, you saw the parades on TV, you saw. We even went to the parades, you know And there, it was big all over the world And like, for me personally, like, experiencing that I remember sending the kids, jump in the car with your flag We put the flag out the window and we drive up to the parade We had a parade out, out in Pass Park, down here And and just, I remember just driving there And seeing flags on the street, other cars Even Islanders mean, coming out, uh, someone's coming out of their homes And waving the flag on the street, you know, on top of their driveways You know, everyone's beeping the horns And I've never seen anything like that before, you know Mm. And it was amazing Man I felt like real proud eh? And it was a feeling like I can't believe a small team Like Tor Samoa Who probably you know Hardly anyone over there Are from Samoa Samoa, You know Mm. Born in Australia or here Mm. Can bring everyone together Just like that Even the island of Samoa You know they had to go Do the parade over there (laughs) You know and you saw On on social media and all that Mm. How big it was And yeah I just remember Thinking about it like This is so awesome I can't even explain it
1: yeah, <laughs> I agree, yeah. It's just hard to um, describe, eh? um I mean, when I was at the parades, mm. I just had that mindset of, I'm going to create something here because this is something I want to do. And then, um, well, fast forward a year later, was, look
0: where we are. <laughs> mm. So, and, and it's that feeling you had, the same feeling I had, mm-hmm. probably made you, man, i got to capture this feeling again somehow or put it in a bottle and, and take it to the future and show it to mm-hmm. everyone again, like... Is part of the plan, like part of your vision, trying to recreate that feeling again for the people in the audience when you do the play? Yeah, it's to re-
1: recreate that history. And also, it was, just a, it was just a proud moment. Like, it's it's hard to describe it because wherever you went, that's all you saw. The parades, people's cars with flags, uh, people on the streets, especially in Mangri and Otara. South Auckland, West Auckland, man, even in Australia and even the States and Hawaii, it was everywhere. Like, it just made you proud to see everything in social media, like, and it just gave me an idea. Look, if no one's going to put a show together or even a film together based on this, then I want to spark up the movement and do something about it, you know what I mean? And, yeah, we got something here. Um, it's a team effort and I'm really proud of that, eh? Yeah.
0: You know, what, you know what? Let's go around the room and just talk about your experiences of the parade, the time of the parade, the time of, <laughs> the time of Tor Samoa and the World Cup. <laughs> <laughs> let's do that. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a proud moment uh, for
3: for our Samoan team winning. Um, we made history. Like that's a thing to be proud of. Um, but yeah, that's one of the most unforgettable moments that we have. And I embrace that, like for me, cause my my first arm was it's not that good, but like for the show, I actually wanna tap into it, like learn our Samoan roots and um how we speak, <coughs> how to pronounce the word properly. It's just you know like the is
0: Yeah, (laughs) amazing. So, did you go to any of the the parades? Did you drive down then? Um, Did you have your flag outside the car? I
3: tried to skip work. (laughs) (laughs) So, have you seen me in my forklift? Um. (laughs) But now, yeah, we we went down. Um, I went throughout my lunch breaks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, just support the brothers. Yeah, that was me.
4: Hmm. Um, I think even before I got to experience a parade, their parade experience just seeing it for me like I just envisioned every other Samoan and how yeah I think the word would be pride how proud like how proud they were of being Samoan um and knowing that um like you said it's a small nation but we we achieved quite a big thing uh when I went to the parade (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it wasn't planned but um just seeing it i mean it was like days after but they were still like in that in that moment so even seeing that um yeah i think that was probably the highlight for me just mm-hmm. just seeing people embrace even people who weren't someone but i think that that spreads across generally like that this could be anybody and we would celebrate it but knowing that it was Samoa, yeah I think that's what made it are,
0: are you a spo- sports fan do you watch sports a lot or
4: if I have to oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. well, I think it depends on what it is but yeah
1: uh, yeah same thing um proud and um man it, yeah it was everywhere yeah. but yeah that's all I can say just proud
6: oh yeah same thing just just proud <laughs> nothing, <laughs> <nah>. I'm kidding no <laughs> um, for real legit um Uh, I that was a season where I actually received my malu last year in November Um, and that was just before it was with myself and my second eldest daughter and um, I had my many reasons why I wanted to you know of course honour the family but then when the last game happened and you can still hear everyone in the neighbourhood still celebrates Soosamua because of that pride, because they helped unite us around the whole world. Um, <clears throat> nothing can beat that. Nothing could ever take that moment away from us. That was ours, you know? And you can hear it everywhere. You just drive past. You see you drive past um, people, and they're standing outside their houses with their flags, and it's just like you beep, and they're like, yeah, you know, it's on. And you're like, yes. And my girls are popping their flags out, almost trying to jump out and be like, yeah, I'm proud, you know. Zi-hoo! And I am like... <laughs> yeah nice nah, so um it ignited um something different you know in our hearts so i was really grateful for that to to say yeah i'm Samoan you know and it is um like as the show about you know as the show says what's the difference if we can unite like that at the tour Samo well, we can unite every day of our lives you know throughout the entire year um no matter if you're Samoan born or New Zealand born so that's a good point about, you know, what's the difference of where you're born? You're still salmon.
0: Yeah. Nice. You just reminded me about that, that final, because I remember waking up early in the morning, because I think it was the early, game, yeah, huh? was it? Yeah. early yeah. game, and I knew there was a screen down in Henderson, down there. Yeah. They put a big screen up down there, but uh, I didn't go down there. I just stayed at mm-hmm. home and watch it. But I came downstairs. My whole family was asleep, cooked breakfast. I had my uh, Manu Samoa jersey on because I never had a Samoa jersey. So all the, <laughs> <laughs> all the and then I had my uh, my champagne because you can have champagne for breakfast. <laughs> and I was ready, sat down, watched the game, man. And then win or lose, man, we made it to the last game of the whole tournament, and yeah. that was enough, yeah. you know. Sure. So proud because uh, when they beat England, that was so, that was such a emotional uh, ending to that game. And man, we made it to the final. Yeah. Hey, we faced the the Kangaroos. We know they're the they're the top team in the world. Who You know, we made it. We we're in the last game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, no one else was there but us and, and the top team in the world. So, yeah, that, that, was, that, was, a, that was an event. It was an event. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was an event. And when I think about sports these days, like, I think we're far behind when it comes to having an event sort of thing. Because when I think about because my team, I support the, the Blues, and it's like kind of boring when you go to the games, and yeah. it's not really an event. You know, yeah. I know people are in Auckland, if you're a Blues fan, you're hard out. Fan. but it's not the same it doesn't hit the same if you're if you're a samo fan if you're a yeah. samo fan you know and it's and you're making it an event and I think that's the power of what what happened on top of the parades and all that mm-hmm. the the coming together of everybody yeah was just awesome which was just awesome
5: yeah,
2: I don't know Um, uh, maybe it could be like the we've been the underdog for so many years yeah. that like everything's always pinned up against us like um uh like the, the top tier teams, like everybody knows, like England's going to take it out or Aussie's going to take it out, whatever, but they don't put their best interest in, in a small team like us. So when like when us underdogs, we defy the odds and make it to how we've made it, 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 it gives us that much like satisfaction, that much um, pride and joy. Mm-hmm. So I think like uh, when you see the parades and everybody's still parading like, fuck, I don't know, like after two, three weeks later mm-hmm. and he's still proud, and I think uh, that that gives like other teams like like a, a good wake up call. There, like win or lose, rain or shine, like we we'll still fucking wave our flags. Yeah. 100. Um. Yeah. Like six eight five to the world. Yeah. yeah. So like with me, like when I went to the party, yeah, I went there to get clean up.
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, we, we all know your famous video that came viral.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I was hoping like it would bypass
2: me.
6: Bro. <laughs>
0: do you wanna say your experience for when the during the time of the parades? Oh yeah, just
9: just um a time of unity, yeah. Like um I'm Afagasi, I'm i afa Maoli. Um translation, I'm half salmon, half maori. Um it was a beautiful thing, Hey, eh? Um I follow follow the league quite closely. Um up the wars <laughs> And <laughs> just had to add that in there. But you know, that same pride I hold for my Warriors is the same pride I held, I held for our Samoan boys. Um I've always been big on um, why can't why can't our you know our Pacific Island boys play for their nation teams when it comes to World Cup. I understand you know it comes to to money, but you know when when the boys took us to the finals, it wasn't about money anymore. They made a statement that they're there for pride, they're there mm-hmm. to represent, and um, that's what I loved about it. Eh? Um win or lose, man, I was I was there. And um, you know, when they were about to lose, man, the house knew. <laughs> the house knew even if it was three o'clock in the morning, man, they knew. Um yeah, I'm 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 a proud Samoan. I can say that not just because of Tor Samoa. Before this I was, you know, the Tuolangi brothers. I, I watched them growing up, they were my inspiration. So, you know, like there is there is a deeper deeper sense of pride I hold to Samoa. Um, but when I was the when I was the parades, man, my experiences were crazy. Um the sirens were crazy. Um, both sirens You know the, the ones that play music And the ones that play The leo leo sounds You know <laughs> um, uh, But It was It was a beautiful thing Because um, You know There's the big difference Between um, The Samoan And the Tongans And to see our Tongan brothers Stand side by side um, And build that brotherhood Squash the beef You know They're behind us Like I said Unity It didn't just bring All us Afakasis And all us um, more people Together um, It brought Everyone internationally together, um, you know, we had Filipinos. I had seen that, you know, waving the salmon flags, showing some love. Just goes to show, you know, like it's an event. Uh, or it wasn't. It wasn't so much an event. It was fate. Uh, I think, you know, in good times, good things happen, and Samoa just made a statement. You know, um, it's it's not a coincidence. It was meant to
0: happen. But yeah, up the walls. Oh, here's a question for you: Next year. Oh no, nah, this year because the the Kiwis are playing Samoa. Mm. Who's the RTS playing for? Who do you want him to play for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
9: Samoa. Like respectfully, I I feel he should be playing for Samoa, mm. but um, again, um, if you look into his into his history and stuff like that, he is born and raised in NZ. So out of respect, he plays for New Zealand. But I love to see him wear blue. Eh? I love to see him wear blue one day. But um, then again. Um, with his experience and knowledge on the field, man, it's it's unmatched. I think we could have won, we could have won, but we did win. Um, we we made the finals, and that was history. So, I love that. If if he makes the
0: tour team, where do you think he should play? Because they're pretty stacked already, in the backs. Then I chuck him in the centres. I I'll chuck him in the centres.
9: And then if he plays Gaia then he's gonna uh he'll play he'll play the bench. you <laughs> will <laughs> <laughs> play the benchy. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> no no but no like like I I I'm a real I'm a <laughs> <laughs> i hope you're watching um up the Waz. I know you're coming to me next year, but man, wherever you go, do your thing, man.
0: <laughs> Census. So who loses out then? Is it Tango or, or Crichton? Who loses up? Um That's a tough
9: one, eh? I think I think Croton, and I think I would like to chuck chuck him on the back right on fullback they'll swap around because Crichton's um, knowledge on defence is crazy um, and Atias will just shut them down his defence is crazy as well so both of them is it's just swap positions you know Oi
5: Oi yeah,
0: Sorry <laughs> um, So it was just your experience during the time of the parades
7: uh, For me it was a I think like everyone said a proud moment um, being New Zealand-born Samoan has been very difficult because I do have um, Afakasi nieces and nephews. Um, mum and dad was very strong on their Fa Samoan in the household, so it was like growing up with that. But then having half-caste nieces and nephews, it's like seeing them like hold that flag real high. That was a proud moment for me, um, knowing that they are Samoan and whether you're 1% your Samoan so that just brought that out of them um and that was mine just seeing my my kids being proud to be Samoan and to be honest if it if that game didn't go the way like you know that everyone wanted um I think they'll still be on their palangi <laughs> side <Sorry laughs> um it was good to see it was really nice to see my kids do that so yeah
8: nice Oh well, yeah um, I think for me I think with the parades It was a bit overwhelming Because This is the first time We've seen Our own people On a big stage Like the The Rugby League World Cup um, The way that The players were able To carry themselves I think just Shows who they are Like Junior Paulo uh, Junior Paul, Bo- Junior Paulo um, His parents were so proud of him Even to be captain You talk about Stephen Crichton uh, Brian Tuttle. Like all of that was just Was just mean as um, And even I saw a video on TikTok uh, Back in the homeland um, Where there was these kids That were playing I think near the beach And they had like a goal post or something And I think they kicked it And they tried to recreate The whole scene And I, it just It touched me Like it really Showed how much They value the game over there Same as how we value So I feel like we Underappreciate it over here But as also We should embrace it Just like our DJ was saying So yeah
0: nice size. Nice. you know um coming back to the, the story like when you're writing the story uh like these these stories that we just heard of everybody like how much of that of these stories everybody's said on the this, on this table helped you inspire for the writing of this of this play um i like guess is it, is, it, is it like is it a specific part of of these stories that we heard like the pride stuff um i guess for me um it was
1: just a sense of unity and proud um i guess when i was just planning this whole thing um when the initial the initial title of the show before before i like i was playing around with the names i actually had win or lose as the title before like i had three titles i had win or lose the tour samuel story the second one was twists and turns and the third one is the official one, which is what's the difference, so I had three titles um lined up, so when these guys mentioned win or lose, I was like that was the original planned and um for me, I just wanted to go ahead and plan that straight away. <laughs> I think I was just overwhelmed with um with everything that I just wanted to get into and get it done there
0: so how much how much research did you do like did you interview people and all that, a to...
1: No, I just watched footages and did a bit of research. Yeah, and then I just went off and um, studied the parade videos on TikTok and social media, and that's where I gathered all my ideas. And then, yeah, the rest is history.
0: And how long did it take from idea to put down on paper to um, finish product? Because did you like have to start again a few times? And...
1: Yeah, I actually started, man, it started in November
0: the twenty second,
1: um, and then right up until Feb, and now all the way right through to the middle of this year, so it was a long process. But um, but yeah, that's about it. Like, yeah, it was a long process. It wasn't easy. Like I could have folded in the first go. Like didn't want to do it, eh? Because of how, because it, it, man, it just does my head in sometimes. But I didn't want to give up because
0: is, is that because you're like what they say, uh, writer's block. When you have a when you have writer's book? Yeah. Is that what you've had?
1: Yeah, that, that was one of them, yeah.
0: But, you know, I really,
1: I wanted to fold on the day, but I didn't want to. Mm. Just never fold, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> I never folded, so I kept never going. Before. The reason why is because these guys here around me mm. are motivated me to finish the story and keep it going, so...
0: Yeah. i yeah. oh, so you guys know each other before... The, the casting and that. was oh, during casting You're talking about You want yeah, to so
1: hold it Yeah this was the plan yeah. oh. This was my
0: plan Before these people <are> like Got <laughs> these guys a job And now you're gonna quit <laughs> <laughs> uh,
5: So good So good <laughs> <laughs>
2: What about our coffee date with?
0: <laughs> Come on man Don't throw me under the bus here. <laughs> So you know that this goes to the casting process and that like like for you like writing the story and just giving an idea in your head like who's gonna play who what kind of character you want to see a vision for that character hey, what kind of actor do you want a vision for that kind of character does this go through your head as you' you're writing creating the story, and then yeah is that is that is that what why what, what you think about
1: um yeah, I mean for me like I didn't want like a an actual fob into the play. But, like, I wanted someone who can play it. Like, it doesn't matter if you're fob or even if you're fluent. Like, as long as you can do the job, then that's cool. Like, that's that's what it's all about for me. Like, if you can do, nail the job and do it. I <laughs> 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 yeah.
5: I love it.
1: If you can do the job, then um, that's all that really matters to me. Like, um, you don't have to be, you know outside of the box to not be able to do it but mm. if you can do it you can do it and mm. I have faith in you to do it. Mm. so yeah
0: so at the end of of the, of the writing now it's time to like get the cast like how does that start how does that work
1: I reached out to these guys mm-hmm.
0: how did you stop us? yeah how did you know so did these
1: guys before I explained that part of the thing <laughs> <laughs> um, so my the first person I approached was Lesina through TikTok, I was like, "Hey man, a uh, big fan of what you're doing. Would you ever jump on stage?" Um, and then she goes, "Yeah, so well, I'm planning a uh, a show this year, and You know would like a few kids to jump on." And she just told me, "Oh yeah, sweet. Um, that'll be my first time." Oh. so
0: TikTok. Oh, that's
1: that's that's where <laughs> that's where it started. Um, the second one was Kingston. Yeah, got my kiss the floor. Um, yeah, I jumped on his live video. So I also want to jump on the stage, so get you into the the show and stuff. And um...
0: I see a pattern here. It's like TikTok people.
5: Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, and you're right
1: because that's part, that was part of my plan. Yeah, because I see potential in people who does TikTok and you know does all these creative stuff. It's like you know what? If, I, if these guys can do all these skits on TikTok, I want to see them do it on the stage. Because if there's a reason why. I gathered three people that's known in TikTok is because I see potential. And not many people will tell you they see potential in you. And this is what we have here. Same with Sa'ili. He's another one. The editor. So. And then Mika. Mika was me, him and Ants go way back. So I gathered him first, this guy. And then after that called Ants and that was it. Times was also a last minute I called in. I video called her. Told her about it. Um and um Helen was pretty much a last minute replacement <laughs> <laughs> substitute. So um do a better story than
2: that.
5: <laughs> <laughs> but um get, get yeah.
1: okay? <laughs> Now Helen was um was someone who I met through this filming of the I Got You series. There I was on the cocoon it, so that's where I met her and I brought her into the show. And that's about it, how I got these people involved. Yeah. <laughs> these people.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't quote
1: me on that. <laughs> Leave me
0: alone. Shaq's so, cool. So when was the first day of like starting rehearsal on is it rehearsal? Is that what you said? How you, yeah. Yeah. you say it? Oh, yeah. So when was the first day?
7: Do you guys want to answer that or do I the exact date, guys? Come on. Do you want the exact date or like <laughs> Oh roughly? no, just just
0: roughly, you know.
7: Um <laughs> Roughly it started like a month and a bit ago.
0: Oh. Was yeah. that enough time? Was that enough time? Well
7: we if you got you the break. talent,
5: I mean one Nah, <laughs>
0: <wrong. laughs>
7: <laughs> no, but um it was like a month and a bit ago. Mm. And um I guess our first rehearsal, um, I only met a few of them um, and the connection was there. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you don't have the connection, then it's it's going to be a rough process. Um, but the connection was, was definitely there and it just came natural. Um, I mean, if you put your mind to something, then you'll definitely get it done. Um, whether you have time limit or not. Um, if you really want this to work, then you, you'll make it work. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a month and a bit ago, eh, hey,
0: guys? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, to me, that sounds like, man, that's fast. Like, it's yeah. a couple of, two, two weeks before you start, performing, yeah. me, no? Yeah, before yeah. thing, and you've only had one a month and a bit already. Yeah. So, yeah, to me, that sounds like, man, I'll be, like, panic mode, eh? Like, yeah. <laughs> And,
5: uh, yeah,
2: because that's why we're professionals. Perform <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
6: laughs> <laughs> <from> under pressure. <laughs> Is, oh yeah. Go ahead. No, I, I. Sorry, I just wanted to say. Um, there are a few of us where it's just our. It's just our first time to actually be on stage, and we've been taken under the wings of professionals that like, that help guide us through it and support us um, and just give us advice throughout every rehearsal. So that's why we're able to push along pretty fast within the small time frame mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and and we pray we always pray in the beginning and in the end so.
0: right. yeah. oh god <laughs> is, is there any uh, singing
2: in the play any singing oh, that's,
0: that's
9: yes oh. yeah. um there is there is a bit of singing um it's all in planning um that's pretty much just in one scene. It's just the local scene. Um, the church scene. Um We as people like like the parades, you know, sixty-five to the world, let the parades begin. Um it's about unity. Uh we all meet up on a Sunday, Saturday, whatever your Sabbath day may be, and um we sing. Um that's our voice. That's our safe space. And um the singing part of it, man, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be intense. Um the, I've got two very special songs set for it. So um man excited to see it um go on stage because i hold these one of the two songs really really close to me and um yeah excited to see um how, how it all unfolds
0: are these original songs um, um no so these are not
9: originals so these are already established songs so they're basically songs um someone basically uh they're quite traditional well known so like if you do come to the show you will definitely know the song and if you don't, then um, obviously you're the plastic. <laughs> but um, then again, at the same time, it's just gonna uh, the way that I've got my my team to um, perform these songs. It's gonna take them back home. Um, in a sense, it's gonna minister to them in a way to um, wanna revisit their their history of being a Samoan, what it is to be Samoan, and um how you're supposed to live your life as a Samoan, opposed to what the um you know. The media portrays us to be you know
0: that sounds nice yeah Yeah, that's beautiful can't wait man you know um because one thing i learned from your your conversation with the the girls on their podcast was the how it's interactive too with the with the audience like everyone's get everyone gets a flag Mm -hmm. or do we have to bring our own flags or um i think these
1: two over here have got those plans with the flags to give out to the people Mm. um but yeah, if you can come and bring your own flags, then that's cool too. Um,
0: and that's all part of the reenacting the yeah, that's the all moment, recreating right? moment, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's the
1: parade cool. scene, mm. yeah, like, yeah. It's just being proud, of like just to grab that flag out and wave it, mm. <laughs> like you know, like man, if you if you're not proud and you don't wave it, then something's wrong with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, no, that's that's the First, that I want to do, mm. or maybe the second,
0: yeah. 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 So, f- with everyone here, how often were you guys rehearsing in the week?
6: Um, it was two days, two nights. Sorry, um,
0: <clears throat> every day. Come on, guys, <laughs> letting your
6: lines <laughs> together, but yeah. Um, individually, yeah. Um, i uh, ask the A plus student, <laughs> <Okay>.
2: <laughs> perfect attendance, yeah, we're 100%. Now, I think like with. With our rehearsals like, cause we all run busy lives, so like some of us we all parent, or oh, some of us are parents, and some of us have like other things outside of what we're doing right now. So when it comes to time, like we're trying to fit it, fit it with with what we're doing, and um, in the early, um, in the early parts, it was just like uh, once or twice a week, but then as we uh, start bonding a bit more, and then as it's um, getting closer to the uh, to the show date. Uh, we're starting to rehearse a lot more during the week, so we have to find the time. We have to make it a priority because we're like two weeks out, nearly two weeks out. So I think like this is this is the time where we need to knock it down hard on our on our lines, um, bond a little bit more with, that, with each scene uh, because uh, it's 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 all going to show uh, when it comes to show date. Mm-hmm. Where, like uh, we want to be not underprepared, but like. Overprepared, if you, should, if you if you if you if you want to say, um, but yeah, like earlier on was only like once or once or twice a week just to get uh, just a feel of each other. And um, from from my experience, man, um, my first um, uh, rehearsal was a bit of uh, walking on eggshells because Christopher is known for saying some dumb shit, <laughs> 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 and then um, I think. Um, Within that whole day I think I um I bonded a lot more with um, with the crew with, with these guys and they found out that like crystalflo iss not a not what you see on um on TikTok. that um uh I am a friendly person yeah so that I was a bit I was a bit um half and half like uh saying yes to this role because i I know like the floor is a bit of a, a straight straight out the gate kind of uh persona um so w- when I walked through the doors, bro, I was just, uh, yeah, it was kind of like walking on eggshells and I only speak to those that wanna talk to me, you yeah. know. And then after a while, bro, everyone's like, you know, cause the floor's not actually what these <laughs> like on TikTok, okay, you're all good. So I'm like, okay, yeah, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
5: okay,
2: yeah. And then I think from there, like everyone just, we kind of just bonded from there. Um. Even our group chat is, like, out the gate as well, That right? like, <laughs> our, our, our whole, <laughs> whole vibe, like, there, there's no awkwardness between all of us. Like, we don't have to, like, be mindful of what we say around each other. Um, we all just give that, that vibe, like, brother, sister, older brother, older sister, um, daddy um, vibe. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but, uh, yeah, but, yeah, like, this whole crew, man, like, um, I think what what DJ did with... with um, Looking for the actors to play these roles, I think he did a good job because we all um it wasn't hard for us to try and fit into it. It just came natural uh naturally, so um, I think this guy played the the fob role pretty good yeah um but yeah that's that's my experience and like leading up to like uh show date bro, like we have to knock it down hard on uh rehearsals and and um, getting these lines and getting these um, these scenes uh, like to perfection. Yeah.
0: How much different is your is your character you play to, to the real life or to to the kiss the floor character? Because <laughs> on a scale from one to 10, 10 being bang on, where would you put your your character to the kiss the floor character? Uh, (laughs) 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 that's (laughs) That's why we
6: sat there looking at the script like he's gonna be the humble
2: (laughs) 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 yeah i think um with with me playing solo um i kind of just had to channel uh my uh like what my little brothers uh how they act around me so uh if you do come to the show and you see me acting a certain way, it's because I'm trying to uh, use the the character of my little brothers. Like, if I'm telling them something to do, they're like, oh, I'm
5: kidding, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So,
2: but I think like it's a, it's a good um, mixture from Crystal being out the gate to Solo being a peacemaker. And I think it, it gives me like um, actual homework to knuckle down on, on a different character. Um, 'Cause in pro wrestling I'm a I'm a bad guy. On TikTok I'm just an out the gate guy with content. And then when it comes to solo it's a it's a uh a calmer side. To like that's it's something new for me, but at the same time I like I like challenges. So when someone gives me a challenge bro, I wanna live up to the hype, yeah.
0: Yeah. Now that's interesting there with actors, like when they have a have to play a character that they're going down to research, try to figure out what this character is so they can probably act it Using a device too, like you use your little brothers as that. Yeah. To help yeah. you bring through. So that's a good thing to go around the table again. Like <laughs> let's talk about the, the challenges you guys face of trying to play your character. Like how different is from how different this character is from your r- real life personality and how what was the challenges you guys face to to turn into the, the character? Um I think
8: for me with uh, playing Ma'a, I think trying to really resonate and try and get deep within the character. Because I think as actors, it's not just playing a role, we're telling a story, we're trying to be the character. Um, And even just um, my own personal struggles, I have a hearing problem. And so for me, I think trying to get used to it, I think the great thing about my hearing problem is that um, it's built my character. I think being more resilient um, and also with the acting, I guess, with Ma'a, um, yeah, it's embracing the character. I think that's probably the the struggle, the challenge. And uh, yo, that's been me. eh? Oh.
3: Um, For me, the challenges of my um, character, being a fob,
0: um, because you're not just, really involving. <laughs> <right>. No, <laughs> i uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's first class. <laughs> but, <laughs>
5: <laughs>
3: no, um, but the challenges is um trying to tap into the the way they think. That's what really gets me, because um, cause we all think differently, and um, watching my uncles and. Like overseas and that Like talk To us is funny But like to them it's like actual
5: like, Normal to them mm-hmm.
3: So I'm just like Oh okay this is how they talk And I'm trying to mimic them But it's hard because We were born here yeah. So that's kind of one of the challenges that That I go through But This Alpha character Is really getting to me
5: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Like yeah. My English was Mako Aburka <laughs>
5: <laughs> so, like,
3: I blame this guy for it.
5: <laughs>
3: but uh, yeah, it was, that's why I play a wow. <laughs> Thank you, You're
5: welcome, but, uh, back.
4: Um, So my character is Bella. I forgot to mention she is Tyson's ex. Um, <laughs> it's actually quite a big challenge for me because uh, Bella's very flirtatious, very money hungry very pick me and i'm quite the opposite <laughs> um you'll see and um if when you guys do attend uh the shows there's a part where uh she's in the clubs and during rehearsals <laughs> these guys are like do you remember that you're the clubs and i was like i've only been to the club once <laughs> i don't know what they do um so i think it's um try to channel that side of me that isn't really me trying to get out of my character but also making sure that um the idea of who bella is that i hit it on the head instead of holding myself back because it's not who i am but i think that's the challenge is mm. um tapping into the me that's not really me <laughs>
0: I think with the, the party side of that character is probably easier because we've got heaps of cousins all, probably ourselves too like you know and they, they used to do that do that in a way like,
4: yeah I usually just, I usually just watch from like afar <laughs> I'm like okay I'm gonna go sleep I'm gonna go eat but yeah I think I think actually being able to see it is probably it should be the advantage for me because now I just have to imitate what I saw mm, yeah <laughs> yeah
1: um, I guess the challenge with my character is trying to um, um, create a new version um, of it. Because in the last two shows that I put out, he um, was like a real badass, eh? like um, doing all the wrong things. But just trying to channel a positive side of things with the character. But then there's always that one character that tries to wind you up in the story to get you to come out of that shell of who you once were but it's like nah i'm not i'm not for it man. i'm not doing that anymore you know i did that did this did that and i'm trying to change my ways here so in my tyson character story it's like reformed um renew um he's redeemed himself and um yeah it's just a new light for him um in this in this show and it's a and it's new to me because like I'm I'm still trying to figure out what am I what am I gonna do with this new channel channeling of the of the character um, because uh, some of the audience members they know what the character is and what it was it was previous shows so I guess for them to see a new version of their character is is something intriguing for them to see it's like oh you' see what this character is gonna be like this time. You know, now that he's reformed and he's new, so pretty interested in that. But it's also still a challenge because you're so used to being the so-called bad guy with a badass attitude. But you see how we go. But that's that. Okay. Thank you, bro.
6: Already did. Cool. Um. So for uh being the older sister, at first it was difficult for me to tap into her character because I thought she had to either only be zero, 50, or 100, um, until I got to talking to um, a few of the cast members, DJ and Jace, um, who helps out um, immensely. We figured out that she's really good at going from zero to 100, <laughs> as a typical Samoan older sister, you know? Um, that voice where it's just like, so loving as a sister, and then here you, growl you off like a mother. Um, And then I realized, oh, she's a lot like me. (laughs) (laughs) Yay. Um, But I worked hard to try and understand who she was, and I didn't know how to embody her into who I am. And then I realized that we're quite similar. Um, Yeah, and my brothers helped me, and my best friend, helped me very much to um, just be myself, because the story really tells itself in the way we connect and the way um, we can bring the energy, the vibe, you understand that it's genuine. Um, Yeah, so that was the challenge. That was my challenge, and I think I'm getting the hang of who she is now. Yeah.
7: Um, For me, it's quite similar to Sina, to Willa's character. Um, When DJ sent me the um, description of the character, I was like, well, you didn't look far for your character, did you? <laughs> it was quite hard because his previous show um his mother passed um and so that was that was hit home for me um so it was trying to separate the personal and the actual character itself. um I'm not gonna lie. I'm still struggling with that um however, I have amazing um amazing cast that helps me. Um, that helps me along with that so it's being that character and then trying to be me it's like it can help me sometimes but then I get too caught up in it and it's like okay that's not what Auntie Sela would do so still trying to push back on the that's not actually me just you know um, just play the character and try to separate my personal from that so yeah
0: it's, it's like um, it's like freestyle, eh? like you sometimes comes in your head. Yeah. Nah, she wouldn't do that, and then back yeah, off, and then he, you back off like during yeah. during the timer. Huh?
7: Yeah, definitely, <clears> hundred percent. <throat> yeah. Um, I think there's a scene where I had, I, I, struggle with a lot, because it's like this is what I would do, but what would Auntie Sela do? Um, and oh, I've had yeah, yeah, so it's like. No, 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 no. That's Tanz. That's not you. That's not Anticella. Mm. Step back, step back. But then I get to a point where I'm overthinking this. Like, just go with the flow. And then it gets back to the whole oily. I, this is not her. You need a step back. You need to yeah, step yeah. back. You need to see what Anticella does. So that's what I struggle with. That's one of the
0: things. Yeah. Does anyone else have that as well? Happen to them? Have they have that same 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 problem? In the oh, yeah, we all, yeah we all do yeah but yeah. wow. well, we all help each other Yeah the So what's the question again? So the the challenges you face um, trying to be your character? Cause how different is your character to your own personality in that
9: also for me it's 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 easy i'm experienced in a sense of acting um oh. so i know how to <laughs> it's, it's it's more or less um because because um, i'm aspiring artist um, i'm looking to um, start pushing music up myself so i know how to um to tap in um i know how to switch on and switch off um we did a few improv scenes. I think they might have seen how I was able to just switch on, switch off. Um, it's quite easy to do that. Um, I'm the jokester of the team as well. I like to just add my ten cents. Um, be the last guy to have the last say. Always picking on offer. <laughs> <laughs> but um, when it comes to when it comes to me, I'm just yeah, I'm just doing music. So it's pretty much I'm in my space. Um, just come through. You see what I do. Um, and you'll definitely see what these guys do because um, like I said in the beginning. Um, I tend to just hang around in the back I'm um, quiet at, at rehearsals loud when I need to be um but next week they're gonna feel the full force of what um <laughs> what I'm what I'm about um and I'm, I'm sure DJ knows what that's gonna be about as well cause when, when push comes to shove man it's only two weeks away yeah. um I'll definitely um give these guys tips on how to switch on switch off um and I've I've just been helping out the also a lot um mika um he struggles a lot i didn't know that everyone had that problem so it's good that um we've had the space to talk about it um so now so, so coming into next week i definitely know um when to pick and choose moments to um pick out and help out so yeah when it comes to me it's quite easy like i said i um, just years a training for me i'm um, just channeling into finding who i am i'm still on that i'm still on that journey um which makes it even easier to um, tap on to who I am um, coming into the show.
0: Oh, nice! I'm looking forward to to hear you sing that 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 part <laughs> you mentioned before. <laughs> he's done <an> amazing <laughs> yeah,
9: yeah, yeah, I'm the, I'm no Chris Brown, but you know I try, I try. So <laughs> he's a he's
0: a Ludovin Ross. <laughs> awesome, guys. Um, man, so. What should, like <laughs> <laughs> what should we talk about now? Um, yeah, um, so what should we talk about now? Yeah. So, what's left to do between now and the start of the show in terms of like, I know you guys got to rehearse and rehearse to get the scenes right in there, but is there anything else that has to be be done before the show?
1: Um, I guess just to see how it flows now from the top to to the top to the bottom. Um, and just like Ant said, hey, know when to switch on when it's time to get switched on to, to do the work and know when to be playful when it's needed. Um, yeah, I'm also like him too. Um, there's a place and time for everything. Um, but I think moving forward, it's just, um, yeah, starting from top to bottom and also gathering the music elements from his crew. And bringing them in and hearing what they, you know, how they sound and stuff is something that we all look forward to. And also some of our extras um, as well. So that's another part of the show that they also would be part of, is is that part. Because they they do play an important role. Um, They're not just extras, extras, but they also play an important role. It's not just us, it's everybody in it. So, yeah
0: what's the look of the play gonna be like? Like, what we're gonna see on stage? Is there a lot of, like, backdrops and, and props in there?
1: Yeah, there's props. Um, not too sure but backdrops as as of yet. Um, definitely props, wardrobes, costumes, um, and some of the other stuff as well. Yeah.
0: How hard is something like that to organise in that' Because I know you've done shows before. Like, that. what have you learned this time around from what you've done before? Like, is there anything that you said, like, the last show you did, like, is there something during this time you thought, oh, I'm not going to do that again, or are there things like that happening? Because you're, you're
1: constantly learning now. Yeah, it's just it's still a learning process for me, even till now. Um, I'm learning as we're going through rehearsals. Like, I'm learning everything, eh? but um, I guess just trying to not, overthink about things that you need for the show, like props. Um, And also just trying to figure out, um, yeah, not to stress yourself about these small things. Um, But yeah, that's something I should have done better in the last show, but I want to adapt that into this and be more prepared.
0: So, yeah. Is that because you never had enough time last time?
1: Yeah. Last time, because of COVID, we didn't get much rehearsals as we are doing right now so um how we're preparing now i'm very confident that we can um nail the job compared to what we did last year we couldn't really you know obviously with the restrictions and everything we couldn't um do much
0: hmm. yeah there's been a lot of uh content coming out now eh? like it's, i'm just thinking about what's been coming out on tv yeah. and stuff like i like, tell you if i haven't been to uh, play since high school like high school play and stuff and uh it's something that um, I know it's there, but never really went around going because our people don't really do this sort of thing, eh? Mm. This is like new, eh? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Disney Plus. Yeah. But um, other than you, because I know you, you're doing it. I know Sully's doing it. Who else is out there doing
1: stage production? Um, There's Troy, Troy Tua. Um, Obviously, Jace Mudmuta. I'm Anaki Prescott from Inky Picky Ponky. Lecky Jackson. Right. Um, there's a there's a lot of them.
0: Cause Iggy Pinky Pinky that was a stage production before. Yeah, originally
1: beginning. was. I think it was in 2013. All oh, right, it was oh, a so stage old. um production show. So it was old. I can remember. Yeah. Oh, true. But then they turned it into a film and stuff.
5: Yeah.
3: Oh yeah yeah it was 2013. Tap dance
5: <laughs> 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 What's on this? <laughs> <laughs> we wasted right?
9: See that goes back to
0: the time I said hey I was picking on this guy <laughs> Now you guys can see why <laughs> Because that that's something That can be You can inspire to eh? Like put, having your Shows go on TV mm. Yeah Yeah
1: that's the, That's always been the goal Who knows We could turn into a film After this
0: Yeah I, I watched that Inky Pinky Ponky not uh, A couple of weeks ago On YouTube how do you guys l- Like that one
2: That's why I look like Mossy.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, it's pretty
3: It's like Seeing your friends Up there Like yeah. doing the things They love It's like They're winning We're winning So mm. Mm. Yeah. That's why I like it Yeah, yeah. I
6: think um, I think it was A big deal To Just appreciate And Acknowledge the person For who they are mm. um, Not tell them Who they can be um, and not judge them it, no matter what my beliefs are um yeah, cuz i'm 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 a staunch christian but i i've had aunties and cousins who were gay you know and i love them no matter what and it's the same with this like i think that's what i'm um this this put to, uh, this put light on to situations like that within families and it doesn't give a child a voice you know so he's hoping now that adults have seen it because it was performed by adults portraying what their child would have gone through and felt alone he's hoping that um you know they support them more and want to get to know their child a bit better yeah and just accept them for who they are yeah mm. yeah
0: i found that at the end of the, the film huh? the, yeah, like the last yeah. part when she yeah, goes with her mom and goes yeah, out yeah, yeah. you know that was the like the moral of the whole story what a lesson there, right? Eh? Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. No kissy kissy.
2: Now I think like with, with those kind of like um, movies and films and um, situations where like, especially in the poly community, like we're too proud to mention those kind of things. Yeah. Like it's taboo. So like if a brown brother or brown sister like us um, puts those issues or those situations on the table, nine times out of ten, bro, like mum or dad or auntie and uncle would just take that shit and throw it underneath the rug yeah. and say like you don't know what you're on about. Mm-hmm. So I think like watching Inky Pinky Ponky like it's it's shedding light that it's all good to um to speak up about what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like um you're not alone. Uh, that's why God gave you a brain to think and a mouth to to speak. Uh use it. Um don't ever let anybody like shut you down and, and try and tell you like your problems are, are not worth listening because it is. Mm-hmm. And I think with with that film and with um with with our production that we're that we're doing uh, we, um we're, we're trying to normalize like um that there shouldn't be a segregation between um new zealand born salmons and salmon born salmons mm-hmm. because like um there's, there's always a um a fine line between that because uh one um uh, a fob can't speak um proper english or is broken and then two new zealand born salmons where we're not fluent in the mother uh, mother tongue so we get called um, plastics, and it's always that segregation. But then somehow when the, the tour Samoa parades came along, like, we just yeah. didn't give a shit about that. Yeah. Like, we all just, ah, uh, fuck that, bro. Like, you're Samoel. uh We don't care if you're, you don't know how to speak the language, bro, but you're Samoan. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it should always be like that, like, no matter what. Like, it doesn't, doesn't matter if you stay in New Zealand or if you're in a um, different country, but Samoan still pumping through your blood. And if you bump into another Samoan bro, and speak the language, um it shouldn't distance ourselves because we can't understand it. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, what we're trying to do is, like, we're trying to normalise it where uh, there shouldn't be a stigma. Like, if we can't speak the mother tongue, bro, like, help us. Or if you can't speak the English language, we'll help you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think with, um, with with those kind of situations, bro, like, it needs to come into light where it's, uh, it's healthy to have those conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, with us um, Polynesians, like, especially, um, from, from a, a, a staunch background where um, we get told that we don't know what we're on about, just be quiet, shut your mouth. And I, I think we need to just, like, just drown out that bullshit and just say, like, we need help. So I think, yeah. yeah. I,
0: was, I was thinking about the, um you know, you could talk about there was this, this segregation there between Samoan, Samoan, New Zealand Samoan. Yeah. I also feel like there's there's segregation between Australian Samoans and... And someone's in the states and, yeah, and, yeah. and us as well you know because yeah because we're all brought up different countries different environments we're yeah. going to be a different sort of person growing up eh? yeah. So, yeah, yeah yeah so that's interesting too that part of it yeah.
4: yeah just to add on to what you said i think one of the things as well as the reason for that um segregation is um i think we find that there's been a a filter in a sense and how we've been taught things or the way that we've been taught things. So like, and then we go to Samoa and they're like, that's not how you do it. Or you go to, you know, somewhere else and that's not how we do it. But I think even then, we, we a lot of the time we tend to miss the opportunity that's there to say, Oh well, then what do we know together? So then we can we can bring it all together and kind of say, okay, this is what this is how it is meant to be, and at least we know, at least we know. So when we see this the next time, we're not gonna be armoured to them because I know that a lot of us are armoured, yeah, yeah. whether it's consciously or not. But we can say, uh, this is how you do it. But you know, a for trying because I think, yeah, I think that's something that happens quite a lot. I know even for me sometimes I might be caught in those situations where um we don't know it but we put people down because we you know but we could have just said that's a great way of studying now here's the right way of doing it maybe add in your twist and then what you get in the end will be great but yeah I think yeah it, it it starts a conversation and it sparks ideas on Um, opportunities that we shouldn't miss because I think we've missed a lot of those opportunities already. But I think like you had said previously with your kids, because I know with my kids, I have kids that are raised here that are with me, but I also have a son in Samoa who knows absolutely no English, but as white as as a (laughs) Balangi. And then I have my kids here who are as brown as ever and can't speak Samoan. Um, So I know that when that time comes, when I combine my kids together, when my son gets to come back, that would be the opportunity where my kids would be able to embrace what their brother has learned from the islands, and their brother in the islands is going to learn some of what my kids here in New Zealand have learned. So, yeah, I think that's also another opportunity as well.
9: Yeah, and just, just going off what the sis was saying, um, there was one key word I picked off, it, of, which is conversation. Um, that's one us Pacific Islanders struggle to have with our parents. Yes. And, um, you know, we we're comfortable to speak... Why are we comfortable to speak to... Um, our grandparents our uncles our aunties our cousins but the ones that brought us into this world we struggle the most to talk about our problems and um, you know it's just finding a way to normalize to have those conversations um, it's something I want to want to happen and um, tying it in with the play um, it's what's the difference between a normal conversation and and a deep conversation Um, there's definitely a big divider between two when you try to put it with your parents. there's only so much you can say to your parents, depending on your upbringing. Mm-hmm. But uh, for our Pacific Island community and and people, brothers and sisters, I know for a fact that um, I'm not alone. Conversations are, are most hard um, when, it, when when you want to talk to your parents. How many times have you um you know sat at your door and said, um, "Can I go off my friends?" You know you're 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 convincing yourself, and you go outside and. Yeah, that's okay. Then you're like, oh yeah, and you, you left it alone. That you know these are the conversations that need to be Unlooked uh, on and 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 normalised in a sense because um there's a saying there's I, I live by a lot of sayings um iron sharpens iron but then there's also another one as a musician it comes from um, drumline one band one sound um and that's that's initially um what I want to see happen with this production um is just to see it carry on I don't want it to stop. Um when what I mean by that is let the parades begin and don't let it stop. Let, let let this be the start of something new. Um let this be the time for us to normalize um my you know, what I have to offer, which is my music. Um a lot of people have a lot of things, um social social media aspects. We've got other aspects from everyone else and their backgrounds that I, I won't I won't speak for them. They got they got a voice of their own and they'll share their own time but you know, we need to look and look at normalizing conversations with our parents, our own parents. That's what I picked off the sisters. Um, yeah, because yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Especially when our parents are getting older. Mm. You know, and we need to have those conversations. Like, mm. like for me, like, like growing up, like I never talked to my parents about stuff. You know. Yeah. And I never knew what was going on because because they were because I'm the oldest. And but they were together for ten years before I, I came, so they had a good ten years of you know going around and stuff, you know. But <laughs> I never know those stories. Yeah, only, yeah. only my other, my older, older cousins know those stories, you know. Mm. So but the, but then 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 they, they never they never told us these stories. I gotta mm. I gotta find them second mm. Yeah. you yeah, know. Yeah. But
3: yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. also that because um we're more scared to um. To actually speak, because some of them, when we speak, they laugh. And that really gets us. That's
0: so oh, the like, human aid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. Like, it's funny, but it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
5: Yeah. <laughs> and, like, it's
3: just, yeah. Like,
0: but should, do you think that that's their way of dealing with a lot of pain and that? Just yeah. to laugh about it? But like, And because and the laughing side of things is make, makes it, because it seems normal to me.
3: That's mm. just some people, it's different. Like, mm. Some could take it Some can't Mm. Yeah even like um, When we're speaking I have a habit of saying Kaela ring We're like (laughs) Where's the ring coming from (laughs) Like Our parents just Like Should teach us proper Instead of making our own words up Mm. But like like, uh (laughs) 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 But now here It's just Kind of too scared to ask For help Because Of course they'll mock us And it's a normal thing But it really hurts
0: you know, for for the parents here, like do we are we seeing a change now? Are we breaking the cycle? Are we encouraging our kids to talk to us? Like how we don't talk to our parents back in the days?
6: Yes. Yes. I've um I've um learned to tap into more of the nurturing side, you know. Um it doesn't come naturally when you're a mother. You have to learn how to allow your child to be themselves and they're all individually beautiful <clears throat> which means they will portray something differently to the other and um, I've gone through many things with my girls already um, there's a period where I was a single mom um, to my two eldest then I met my ex-husband and I was a single mum again before I got to start the show um, and through all of that I got time to really understand what they struggled with and you have no choice but to because you know um, you're all they got, so as as hard as it was the struggle that I had um, I was fortunate to actually make time. I could make time, um, and that's all they really want from a parent, you know, just to be heard, um, just so they know that they can grow, not just be that afraid child, even when they're in their adult years um but yeah that's that's definitely me for my household. I've got six girls, so I'm blessed to. Give it all differently and that yeah. <laughs> oh, <nice. laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, it is important to break the cycle eh? away. Yeah. Like mm, the kids and that. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I think just to add on. So like I think I think that's something that's constantly happening happening. I know for me growing up with my dad Uh, my dad was very strict so there was no talking about anything that didn't concern a child if I wasn't contributing to it then I wasn't asking questions because I'm not the one doing anything but I think um, now even as a mom um, I'm having to come out of my shell to talk to my dad about things and to tell him why Um, I think one of the things would be like mental health, how I might be feeling, what I might be going through. Um, I've had the privilege of living in the islands and that's not really something that's acknowledged like we acknowledge it here. And so that's a conversation that I'm having to break down to my dad. Um, I think so that he can get a sense of trust that I'm trying to get him to understand that he he's the person I'm coming to, that there's a sense of trust in both ways. And so even now as a mom, I'm a very strict mum, but I also have to hold myself back because I too want want that change because I think now with like a lot of things going on with our youth, um, I don't want to be that mum that hears about um, her son or her, her daughter um, not being able to come to me or losing their life because they couldn't come talk to me about something. So it's definitely... I hate calling it a stereotype, but I think it is a stereotype um, of... Things being labelled taboo when they shouldn't be because um, certain things we should be able to go talk to our parents about. If anything, it should be our parents that we should be, go, um, be able to go to talk about. So I think, yeah, I think at the moment I'm sort of in a cross line between the generation of my parents and my kids' generation to try and make that change so that when my when my kids get older, they can also then apply that on however they feel necessary. So Yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, I think with the generations anyway. Like mm. every generation, has a different environment, you know, growing up. Yeah. And right now, we're in a time where technology is changing faster than ever before. Like, mm. man, I was in, I was living in a time with no internet. Now we've got internet.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Our kids are born in the internet world, yeah. and we don't. I didn't understand half of that stuff yeah. that's going on. So. <laughs> And you think our parents? Our parents will know nothing, absolutely yeah. nothing about what our grandkids are going through because they never lived the internet world and all that kind of stuff, technology and that. They'll learn what TikTok is and all that, how to do a TikTok. But you know, but you know what I mean, eh? Like it's a, it's a changing world, and and you have to know every single part of it to know understand it, to know how to bring up your kids. But it's a, in, impossible. You can't do that. And you can't say, "Oh, when I was a kid, we did it now." Nah, because when we were back then, it was different. Yeah. So our kids are learning more than us now. Yeah. So I think the problems still there. Problems with not problems, but you know, like when you're growing up as a teenager, there's always the same stuff, but with a different environment. There's different avenues now. Kids can yeah. go on the internet, you know, easy access stuff and all that kind of stuff. <clears throat> we can't. We can't. Like. Um, we can't hide from anything. We can't hide. We can hide, We can't hide bad stuff from our kids anymore. It's impossible now. You know? Yeah. So. Yeah. I
7: actually just wanted to add on to the, the sis. Um, you mentioned that you're a strict parent because how dad was strict on you, and it's quite hard. And you know, I'm going to be honest. I don't have kids on my own, but being an auntie, an auntie's perspective, having having the nieces and nephews come to you because they can't speak to the parents. It's like, I feel like it's their way of their door to get to their parents, um, if that makes sense. Um, I have a lot of older nieces and nephews now that they come up to me and they talk to me because they can't talk to their parents. And for me, being an auntie and seeing how they struggle with talking to their parents, because I did as well, Um, I feel like that's my door of being like, hey, sis, um, I know you're trying to be, like, I know you're trying to do this and I know you're trying to do right by your kids um, and all of that. I don't know if I'm making sense, but I feel like I'm I'm their door to get to their parents and that way it helps them to come out more. Um, But honestly, just being an auntie alone, I feel like just because I'm I'm an auntie, I do see um, my kids growing up. Their kids are my kids, and I will always hold that. Um, and in saying that, it is hard for the younger generation to speak to their parents. But then trying to, um, how would you say, what's your favorite word? Trying to speak life into them and saying, hey, it is okay to go to your parents. If you need someone there, I'm more than welcome to. You know you. he didn't well, even answer my question, <laughs> but <laughs> I just had to look look at him I have heaps <laughs> um, oh, yeah. but yeah, I feel like s- that's another way of for the kids, the generation now to you know um speak their mind and you know go talk to their parents through their aunties or through people that they can just open up to easily mm-hmm. if that makes sense
0: Yeah, it's also like it might be a good thing and a bad thing, but because we're of yeah. islands we. We have this village mentality. You know, we live with large families. Yeah. Our cousins are more like brothers and sisters. So yeah, you know, yeah. it's not like the Europeans. They're just the immediate family and that's it. Yeah, yeah. They, don't, they don't have <laughs> an extended family like their own. Like They don't live in the village, so they have to talk to each other. Yeah, P- yeah. Probably that's why they're, they're, they don't have... Maybe they don't have these same problems because they do talk to their parents because there's only them. they got yeah, no one else to talk to. But with us islanders, you know, we got everyone we want to talk to. Yeah. You know.
4: And I think that's the thing. Um, I think now just hearing and listening um i remember growing up my dad um so we weren't allowed to speak english at home and we used to get hiding (laughs) it would be like the smallest word like it would be that but if he catches (laughs) you getting hiding and he always used to say and we always used to say we live in new zealand why but um i think Now in hindsight and just listening, (laughs) um, I think they were really trying to keep the um, authenticity of our culture as as authentic as they possibly could because they knew that we were in a different environment and so how do we, but it's interesting that you say that because if you go to Samoa, in my experience we had like, it was myself, my mom, my stepdad, and then we had the parents and the sisters and the brothers and their husbands and their wives and their kids. And so we all lived in this one house, so you know, yeah. nothing that ever went on was ever, mm-hmm. ever ever went unscathed or ever went untouched because if something was going on here, yeah the other folly everything. <laughs> would as well. yeah. and we were going to deal with that now or, or just 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 leave it alone. Yeah. So I think um I think it's definitely a conversation that could go both ways. I think we as younger generations need to have that courage to say or identify with ourselves if we really want to know who we are, where we come from, let's spark that conversation as, sca- as scared as we are. And then even as parents, we need to be open to say our kids are not going to get the knowledge from anywhere else. So we need to be open to share with them, to discuss with them why things are done a certain way or why things, you know, why sh- things shouldn't be done a certain way. Um. So yeah, it's, it sparks a lot of conversation, I think. But um, I think it's conversations that need to be had. So like, you Know what you're saying with Inky Pinky Punky, those are unique ways of touching on things that we've been keeping under the rug, like you said, or under the mat for way too long. But we need to start bringing this up because I think then that heals like a lot of yeah. trauma, yeah. Be, yeah. like your yeah. generational trauma that needs to be broken. Because, um, as much as we want to stay staunch to who we are, time is changing, we need to be changing with the time whilst also remembering who we are and where we come from. So, yeah, yeah that's
0: I was, I was the opposite growing up because my parents said, because <laughs> my parents, they talked Samoan only to each other. And so t- oh. me and my sisters in English. And then we used to get in trouble from my aunties and uncles because we didn't speak Samoan when we go over to their house. And that, and they will tell us off, hey, tell your parents to speak Samoan to you. And, that. and then I remember asking my mum, my like, how come you didn't talk Samoan to us when we were growing up? She said, oh no, because we were in New Zealand. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what's oh, the man. point? Like, you gotta do well <laughs> <No>, at school <laughs> and all that. Yeah. What do you
4: think? <now>. I went to my, I'll, I'll speak someone to my dad and
1: he talks English to me and I'm like do I reply in English or <laughs> something? <laughs> <laughs> well, I hear him talking English so me like because it's like church <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah no, that's actually that's relatable so. yeah I'd like to add on to that hey, um, I guess with my parents um, I think I'm not the only one but um, it's approaching to me and having that space of trust like is it is it a good thing if I should approach them about oh hey like can you like teach me more Samoan and the language and stuff and the culture but I guess I think that's always been a challenge to me sometimes like whenever me and my mom have a conversation it's always just strictly English eh? but then she'll just remix it with some Samoans in between you know what I mean but it's like if I was to speak Samoan to my mom I, I feel awkward because how I started to learn the language was through my it my was through my grandparents, because I stayed with them for a long time. Um, with my dad, it was different. Like, he will, he would speak someone to me, but it was more the English to me, because, you know, he, maybe their mindset, our parents' mindset at the time was probably like, oh, I don't want to speak someone to my kids, because maybe they won't understand. So I'll just speak it to them in English. And that's probably why we are who we are right now and not knowing the language as as well and um you know i don't think i'm the only one you know that's gone through that situation um even to this day man like whenever i see my mom speak english to her, she replies back in english same with my dad but it's um but it's it's but with me speaking someone it's always with my grandparents it's always like oh you know this and that, blah blah blah. Feel you know, fear, you know what do you want? Let me make it from my way, blah blah blah. And it it made me feel confident in speaking the language to them. But if I was just sp- speaking to my parents, I feel awkward because I was like, because oh. I am so used, I am so my to speaking English to them, and that's just how I approach it. But if I was to speak someone to a Salmon worker of mine, they will look at me and they'll laugh and they'll be like, totally." he doesn't know the speaker properly or whatever like if I'll say something wrong they'll laugh or when they say something fobish then I'll laugh be like you're fob. they talk to me <laughs> you know what I mean but that's where that's where it creates conflict is the language barrier and that's the reason why the show is what's the difference between me and you it's that it's the language barrier and the connection of you know the backstory behind it all so yeah,
0: you know what I love about the creativity that you bring to the show is the angle of your message through the parades, because you know, because that's why I asked you the question in the beginning. Like, what does what what does the difference mean? Because I can't relate that to the Tsushima parades. Yeah. Like, what the hell? What's that got to do with that? But no, it's a good way of the reason why it's during that time because people are coming together. You know, everyone that disagreed with each other coming
1: yeah so before those parades we were all at odds with each other mm. you know like putting each other down for saying your plastic a you're fob but as soon as you know to made it through they they all of a sudden just became a unity and just come together as one so in order to get to the parade scene is we have to tell the story on how we get there and the backstory is how it all started with the language If that makes sense um so that's the message i wanted to bring out to the people Mm. because you know they they really talk about it behind the doors but we're gonna be the ones who puts it out on stage and act it um but yeah that's pretty much all i have to say in that regard
0: Mm -hmm. nice you know um just coming back to what you were saying at Kingston about um, <clears throat> about being taboo and not being talked about, but when you see it on TV and like shows like Inky Pinky Ponky and other shows, and you think, oh, everyone relates to it, yeah. Yeah. but it's because they have the courage to bring it out on on these platforms. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. I think I think like if it comes out on film or in the movies or in theater, um, it's it's kind of like. Um, I don't know, maybe I'm just thinking out the gate, but, like, maybe the, the old-school parenting, they'll probably just, like, oh, it's just a movie or it's just a film. But then, like, um, if we were to, like, if we had, like, um, like situations or something that we want to uh, open up to our parents, if we, I don't know, like, 10, 20 years later, fi- finally mustered up the color- the courage to say whatever's needs to be said to our parents um it's it's still going to be hard as long as it's on the film in my opinion as long as it's in the film or theater or in a movie um the message will get out there but then it'll just fall on deaf ears in my opinion um if, if we if we continue to try and push that message out there that, um like the message the message that we're trying to push out in this play that it doesn't stop with this play um uh, that someone in the crowd uh might, might take uh that message and maybe feed it into um uh, into their whatever profession that they, they take on because mm-hmm. like the last thing i want us to do is like we've done all this hard work and and we're trying to push this message out there for it to just to stop on that saturday night mm-hmm. and then it, it, it just falls on deaf ears like oh when's the next show for did you hear about um, what's the difference? Nah, oh, they came out last year. Like they all of a sudden it's forgotten, and like if if us Polynesians like um, if if we um, just just stand the fuck up and just say what's on your mind, because like like a Balangi man can say it, yeah. um, other ethnicities can, they can say it, mm-hmm. but why can't we say it? And like. I think with, with Inky piki Ponky and with our production that we're doing it's like a filter or not a filter, but like a, um, like we're trying to drop that seed, and hopefully that seed will be planted into someone in the audience where um, whatever message that we're trying to push out there, like that's something that they've been holding on to for so many years or for so long or whatever, that maybe they can muster up the courage to uh, uh, have that open conversation with their mum or dad. So yeah, that, uh, that's that's from not not from Christopher's point of view, but this is actually from Kingston. Yeah. Yeah, like um, these, yeah, these um, conversations yeah. need to be addressed. Or like, uh, there's no shame in having an, uh, an open conversation with mum or dad, because mm-hmm. um, you never know. unless you take that first step. Like some people take like 20, 30 years to finally open up to their parents. Mm-hmm. But by that time bro mum and dad's already at an old age like they don't know what you're saying uh, it doesn't give that person closure but if uh, if, if you if he step if you step out of the gate bro and and say um you've been holding on to the secret or you've been holding on to this trauma for so i don't know for so fucking long uh, it could be like a year later um while your while your parents are still alive if you open up that conversation with your mom and dad like you don't drown I don't know your issues, but you have a um a one, like a proper one on one talk with mum and dad. Because sometimes people will see their parents as like they're on a higher pedestal, some kind. And it's hard to have that bridge when you have the conversation with mom and dad. And I think with me, um with my parents, how I was raised, like um, I wasn't raised in a household where we spoke uh spoke Simon. Um I was raised that um the fight uh, by Long but in the midst of my my upbringing, um I did value my um uh, my salmon culture. Um uh, my mum, she didn't speak the language, only my dad. So um when we were hanging around at in in, um, in home it's we always spoke in English. Um so when I when it was time for me to learn the uh, the Samoan language, I just had that mentality like, oh fuck, I can learn it another day. Uh, I think as as, as the the years went by and I started growing into a a young man and I come across like, you know, getting a job. And then when people see me, they're like, oh, you Samoan? Okay, yeah, I'm Samoan. Then they speak the Samoan language. And then that's awkward for me because like, I don't know how, how to respond. And like nine times out of 10, bro, like, when they ask me are you salmon i'm like yeah before they speak i'm like oh bro i, I don't speak salmon and i think from there it makes it awkward because they look at me up and down and i'm like okay i'm going to go find a broom go <laughs> sweep up something yeah <laughs> just, just just to um clear the air and like i think when i got my salmon tattoos on me it's me trying to let everybody know like if i'm walking around with, with, with like a singlet or a t-shirt and you see salmon tattoos that i am salmon but I still get asked the same question, bro. Like, oh, Modi. <laughs> 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 so, like, with with me, like, I'm I'm still learning as I'm going. Um, especially like, uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to stay true to the uh, Samoan culture and the Samoan values. Like, with um, getting a, a songamiki, um, mm-hmm. my dad's next in line to get it done. And then he's asked me to be his partner, and I'm like, bro, I'm not ready. He's like, well, I want you to be my partner. i like, bro, I don't know the, uh, I don't know how to speak the language. I don't know the way. way uh, I'm not fluent in the language. Um, if I do get the bit I've done, that means it's my time to serve, and I'm not ready to serve. Um, I got other stuff I need. To, I got other stuff I need to do before I take up that role. You know, and then my dad just looked at me like, I think that was my way of. Um, Origin the get yeah fuck sorry
0: but you know, it's not about the knowing the, the language you don't have to know the language and that. Yeah. it's, it's yeah. No, like um, like there's there's, there's there's a few stories out there but the one that resonated to me was the story of getting it done was because you serve yeah and that's the main that's the main one if you serve yeah. people if you serve your family yeah well you you, you, you deserve it it's not no, about I, it's not about knowing the language and that
2: yeah, yeah I think with me I'm like, um, I'm not ready yet and I think my dad's he's already at that point where he's ready to get that title and get that um, that better and because he wants me to be his partner I'm like I'm not ready yet so I think I don't want to say like I'm letting him down but like it's just me telling him that like where you want me I'm not there yet. So, yeah.
5: Fuck. gonna check my baby.
6: I um I just wanted to touch up on that. Um, can you guys hear me? Um, just speaking from experience, uh, my dad didn't. It didn't matter if we had our lae to explain who what we do in our families. I think you, as the eldest, is already a big service in your family. Um, hence to why your dad would have to you and said, because in his heart he would have believed you're ready. Um, but it takes time for you to, you know, break that up in yourself. Uh, yeah, I just thought I'd say that to my brother. <laughs> so <he knows>. nice. Nice.
2: <laughs> I need a, I need get my um, out-the-gate um, self back now. <laughs> 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 they, only, they don't know me like this, man. <laughs> like, I
5: feel
7: like that's when it comes with the whole 1%. It doesn't matter if you're 1% or 100% someone... You're someone regardless. And I feel like a force on that person, whether you feel like you're ready or not, that's totally up to you. And when that time comes, man, you'll be there. <laughs> you'll be, you're amazing. You'll be good.
0: You know, that we just touched on maybe another theme of the play. Yeah. Like yeah. what's the difference means a lot of things. Yes. If you think about, yes. you know, identity and and the struggles of, New, New Zealand born, someone's yeah. in that, you know, like, and yeah, it's just it's, there's so many stories that can come out of it, you know. Yeah. And to me, I'm just realizing how big it is, you know, it's, yeah. it's massive, yeah. and I'm ch- trying to think like it's not the small story about the parade and no. and and how we're supporting this, all of us are supporting this one team. Yeah. It's more than that. It's yeah. the coming together of all these ideas. Of being lonely or being left out, feeling left out, and Fuck wow, That's like massive. <laughs> 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 wow, I'm just <laughs> kidding. I just. You up <laughs> <you know>? <laughs> <laughs> but but. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry Wolves. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad. Um, I'm I'm glad that DJ over here knew this right from the beginning. Yeah, uh, you, you knew this thing. thing. You knew it right from the beginning. Think <laughs> <you knew laughs> <you knew laughs> yeah, I was I was
9: I was gonna say it too, circles. <laughs> <Nice thinking. laughs> Um, you know, like um he he, he said earlier in the interview, you know, like um he went through three different titles. Mm-hmm. Um and then now we're we're sitting together having this discussion. Um what's the difference isn't just one question. It's it's probably like a million unanswered questions yeah. that need to be mm-hmm. addressed and need to be looked on. And our story that we bring with what's the difference is probably one of many other stories like I said before that, that needs to be um looked at. Mm-hmm. What's the <clears throat> difference between fa what's the difference between being in you know, but you you are someone like me, Samo, Like yeah, what's the difference? It's probably like the best fit. Um just just tonight, I just you know, like I think all of us can agree that now that we really think about it, now that we've actually sat down and had time to talk about it. We're all actually here, um, apart from our um, other big help, Jace. Yeah. Um, you know, we're actually sitting down and having this uh, real deep conversation. I'm um, picking at what it is. I'm um, talking about what it is. Just having to tell and know about it, and and being able to see where we all at. It's quite, uh, like I said, man. I'm the guy in the background, and I'm seeing this all unfold tonight. It's quite amazing. Mm-hmm. It's quite amazing.
1: I also want to add on to that too. Sorry, bro. Um, so how the Name, what's the difference came from is Doctor Dre's. What's the difference between me and you? Song, <laughs> of, course, of course, right? <laughs> now, now for me, my mindset was to be the Doctor Dre version of of writer, right? Because remember, he does music. I wanted to be the writer of the whole. That was just my mindset. And when I came up with the name, I called Meeks. I called Alpha. Right. And I video called him from Australia and I told him, so I got a name for Australia. show. He goes, oh, What is it? What's the difference? And tagline sixty five to the Do you remember that conversation, Sully? Yeah, I remember. I called him and then before I even like launched it, um I was happy with it, but I didn't realise how big of hmm. ideas it would be right now. Like
6: shit.
5: <laughs> <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's cool,
6: like because you just know people will ask, you know, what is the difference between us if we do have that bit of blood on us? You know, if we do walk out of this show and say, I am Samoan, so why don't we get along? And I think um, throwing in the tour Samoa where we all spoke about unity, um, it was an event, um, you know, it just showcased how we could come together. I think throwing that into the his idea of making sure that was not the show was to show um, the people that we do, you know, regardless, we unite because we are one nation. No matter where we live, no matter what your background is, how st- how hard it was, um, or how strong you are in the values of the Fa'asa Amor yeah. you still matter, you know, because it's, it runs through your blood. You can't erase that. So, yeah. Yeah.
3: um, let's add on. <laughs> so, um, the night that he called, he called me, um, I just finished work. And um, he just called me, like, excited. Um, asked me, uh, what do I think about the name? What's the difference? I was like, oh, no, yeah, that, that's, that's cool. <laughs> that's cool. But, like, I was just thinking, like, the hell that got to do with the show? But then he told me, like, um, the song, like, the lyrics. What's the difference between me and you? And he kinda explained the like difference between the salmon bone and the Nizalun salmon bone. And I just, I sat there, I was like, Oh, that's actually kind of smart, like I never thought of that, eh? But yeah, that was a conversation.
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: Sorry, and then from there I started um, <laughs> And then from there I just started pumping what's the difference <laughs> self check on my way to work and after work. it was like hey he's <laughs> playing as um just playing a steam song, yeah, bro, that's me. What's the <laughs> first stream, me and
0: you? <laughs> you, know, you know how we talked about um, the struggles we faced and that all the different kind of things growing up, identity and all that kind of stuff, and these platforms that are out there that allow these stories to come out to everybody, to hear, you know, to inspire people. It's like, to me, like, we already know the answers. Like, if we feel like we're alone, if we're struggling on something, we feel like we're alone. But we don't know that there's thousands of hundreds of thousands of other people doing the same thing mm. why, why don't we know that and it's these it's platforms like podcasts and TV and and um, you know um, YouTube and plays and and social media, social media and or whatever that comes out mm. that make people think oh no that guy that person had the same problem you know mm-hmm. um, and it's amazing to me that we we still find things on these platforms and be get inspired to you know what i mean because it's like shit. it's th- there's a lot out there yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like mm-hmm. we shouldn't be alone but why do, are we constantly thinking when we see something we think oh snap i'm not alone the yeah. to me i'm like the no <laughs> why do you think you're anyone like, I, is it because
4: we're not talking? I think that's the th- thing with us is when we're so caught up in life, it's hard to, that's not, what we're, that's not what we're thinking on our mind. Who else is going through this? Who else can I talk to? It's what do I got to do? Survival mode. Um, so I think that's the beauty of being able to do things like Inky Pee Ponky because I remember seeing people who had watched it with like staunchers, aunties and uncles who were emotional, who don't, Like in real life, they don't support that kind of thing, but watching it on screen. And so I think um, it's important to have these kind of things because it gives a different perspective. You know how sometimes when you're doing something wrong, but you don't know what you're doing, but what you're doing is wrong because you're just thinking that it's right, but it's not. I think, yeah, I think it also helps for us to snap out of that mindset of thinking that um, we're the only ones going through this or that our story is the only story that's like it because there are quite a lot. Of other stories that are similar to us. And I think when we find the courage to come out, when we find the courage to be able to find platforms such as this to talk about those untouched subjects, yeah. then we can also find the beauty in um finding that remedy. And I think I think that's the beauty in um the cast as well. I think um I think Kingston had said that um people might disregard it, but I think that the opposite could also happen. Someone might go home and be like, you know that Auntie Celia, doesn't that you know? But all we need is that little conversation for them to be like, well, actually, am I like Celia or am I like Bella? Mm. <laughs> what do I need to do to not be like Bella? What do I need to do to um, kind of avoid situations like what what we see in the um, mm. what's the difference?
0: And and it's that we need more of, because eh? mm. different situations require different stories, yes. and we yeah. need we need these different stories to be out there.
4: Yeah. Because I think, um, now just thinking about the uh, name as well, um, I think it was it was meant to be. Because I know us living in New Zealand, if a fob came to New Zealand and you saw him somewhere, you would know he's a fob. But I as a New Zealand who went to Samoa, they seemed to know that I was from New Zealand. And so... What's the difference is the perfect thing because like um, one of the brothers or the sisters had said when it was the parade time, it wasn't a show me how much percent someone you are or how much someone you can speak. It's like, yeah, you're someone too. Yo, yo, let's go, you know. Um, so I think, yeah, that's definitely a lot, of, a lot of things that could be brought up just from, yeah, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Because even with, with
0: cause the Floor, like with you, with your social media, right, you get a lot of engagement out there. A lot of people disagree with you But a lot of people agree with you But I think you're an example of someone That speaks out What's on a lot of people's minds But don't speak out
2: I, think, know? I think like the, It's not, not everyday that you see A, a salmon or a Polynesian That pushes content the way that I push out Where my My colourful language And the Everything that I talk about, yeah
5: Nah, but
2: I think like it's 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 um it's not common to see um a brown brother that does what I'm doing like with with push, pushing out content in its crystal floor um because like w- with the the content that I'm pushing out, there's a message behind it, but like. If you just bypass all the swearing And all, kind, all that kind of stuff There's a message behind it yeah, But everybody swearing. just really, Honest yeah, Everybody just like Focuses more on the Oh he's just too much If this and if that yeah. But then like are they, In a way yeah I, I could uh, Like Quiet it down a bit Or I, I could say like uh, I don't know Push out a content Where I don't have to swear But I'm sorry But it just comes out naturally <laughs> like, like tonight Where I'm just swearing my head off sometimes Yeah, but, like, um, I think that's, I wouldn't say that's what separates me from everybody else. It's just, it's not normal to see um, a Polynesian do that kind of stuff, especially on social media, Um, because every Polynesian um, family, they were raised with, like, um, be uh, well-mannered, well-spoken, well-groomed, well-dressed. I mean, like, how many fucking songs you see, like, tattered up, swearing his head off and all that kind of stuff um (laughs) 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 but yeah like um I think with me it's just that's just how I am that's just how I how I speak um some of the content that I push up is agree to disagree I don't try and force whatever I'm speaking on to make you agree I mean like I got people like disagreeing and I'm like yeah that's cool bro then I'm on to the next content like I don't carry that with me and that i don't uh keep that on my mind and then that's gonna affect me with with my wife and my kids uh, i think with me is like it's just like going to work like you go to work clock in and then clock out go home and then all the bullshit that happened at work you just leave it at the door because like the last thing you want to do is like walking in walk into your home and then you got all this fucking pent up Frustration or you're too busy worrying about what that troll has said in the comment section Or what that, that person did to you at work And then it just puts a whole strain on your marriage uh your distant with your kids And that's the last thing I want to do with with my family So like when I That's why when you see me doing content I'm always doing it in the car <laughs> Away from everybody And then when I come back inside They're like, where'd you go? I'm like, oh, just went to the shop uh, Some Sometimes where like Um I think uh, my son, my oldest boy, he's starting to um, like feel the effects of um, being the son of Christopher because, like, uh, he goes to how how intermediate, and there's a lot of people, like, lot of his mates, they they watch my content, and then they they even gave my son the nickname of um, KTF Junior. <laughs> I'm Like, bro, go get your own name. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, but like, I think with him, he like he he likes the attention and and with me like I do my content push it out and then when it comes to like uh, family time going out in public like doing grocery shopping or just just general stuff with the family um, my mindset is just I'm with my, my wife and my kids uh, pushing the trolley but it's my son bro he's the eyes for me so he's looking at who's who notices me and then like we're walking through the aisles and he's like oh, dad, I think those guys know you from TikTok. I go, why? Because they keep looking at you, I was like, I don't give a fuck, bro. <laughs> I don't care, bro, just fuck. Uh, just follow mom. And then um, with well, his mates, like I'll go to like um, like his assemblies like for award shows. And I'm I'm trying to tell him like, mom and dad will be there, but we'll be at the back. But as soon as I walk in, they're like, oh, surely the floor, let's the floor. Or like even their parents, or come and take a photo, and then because his teachers are bilingual and Indian, they're like, "Are you are you famous?" I get now. Nah, I'm not famous. Oh, rugby player. I get now. Nah, all all um all Islanders look the same, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
5: yeah,
2: so, but then my son, he's like so proud. Like, no, nah, it's Christopher, because like even with his um PlayStation uh account name, I think it was like it's Christoph law. I'm like, sorry. And then and he, he'll he take, like, one of my merch to school when it comes to Mufti Day. I'm like, bro.
5: <laughs>
2: like, I think with him, like, he's so proud that people know his dad. But then I'm trying to tell him, like, bro, that's that's what dad does. I mean, like, you don't want to uh, get caught up in a crossfire where I'm talking something that's going to go against the grain and you're going to cop a lot of flack for it because they know you're son. Mm-hmm. So you're, like, the easiest target. So when... Uh, someone that doesn't agree with the stuff that I push out, uh, his son or his daughter could be going to the same school as you and then they could be venting to you about why they don't like me and you're gonna cop the flak and then the last thing I want him is to come home like bawling his eyes or come home frustrated because of some of the shit that I push out. You know, so with social media and my family life I try to keep it um separate. Like I was saying earlier, that's why I do content in the car, away from uh, my wife away from my kids um if I'm doing content with like um raising awareness with like human sex traffickers and stuff like that same thing like it's just me in my car uh, for for those reasons that I stated earlier
0: yeah so. mm. because when I was thinking about you like and I was thinking about what we were talking about before about conversations we don't have with our parents and instead we're doing we're putting it on on on, on platforms. Yeah. The these issues, right? <clears throat> are we seeing because we're doing more of the conversations or topics on on platforms now, like we're sort of it's like overriding hey, well we're talking we we're not talking to our parents so we'll talk to everyone else. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Hey. I think it's, it's we're in the era of social media where it's easy to make a fake uh make a fake profile mm-hmm. and then address your issues with that fake profile. Mm-hmm. So say like um, uh, people are too scared to show their face and and present, the, oh not present, but like talk about their problems because uh, people might notice your face or notice your picture. Uh, I think that's the beauty of TikTok is that you can be whoever the fuck you wanna be. Mm-hmm. You can be a troll and have like user and all these numbers kinda as your name. But if you try to do the same thing on Facebook, you can't because you have to have your real first and last name so I think with TikTok and all these other platforms um, I think some people that's their way of reaching out without being like identified and I think um, that's that's like one of the easiest ways compared to back in the days where it's hard to because uh, we didn't have internet back then uh, we just said dial up set the,
0: <laughs> <laughs> we just had the wires
5: <laughs>
2: and stuff yeah so I think like in this day and age now it's easy to um uh, uh talk about your not not problems, but like talk about like what's bothering you behind a fake profile. Uh, to like social media platforms like like West West or like with other uh, mental health um, platforms where they have special guests and then they they have comment sections where people are just oh yeah bro I can so relate I can so relate and then everybody that has a fake profile or a fake name they're they're opening up in the comment section because they're, they're scared of maybe being identified like maybe their family member follows that same platform and then bumper to them the next day like since when like when did you have that problem mm, yeah. and then um i think that's 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 that person's like um uh, safe space is to be that that fake fake name or be that fake profile like be that catfish just to open up wow. you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: Sorry, that
4: was my thoughts. <laughs> I think just to add on to yeah. um, Father Tyson, I think it creates either a gap or a bridge, depending. Um, I think a bridge because um, it could bridge that gap between parents and kids, where kids could be able to see things on social media and parents would pick up and they were like why are you watching that it's like well because she understands my feelings or he knows what I'm going through and he's telling me and that could then start that narrative there but then it could also create a gap because then kids could also then do the opposite to say that you know because kids always think that their parents are pokoi, but they don't realize that their parents have been through it like a times over and so sometimes then kids wouldn't be able to you know, sort of differentiate the differences between why their parents might say something and why they, why the exact same thing coming from someone else would mean a totally different thing. Um, but I think even then that would create sort of like an opportunity for us because I think even the skill of discernment is something that we lack. I think a lot of kids see things and they're like, oh, I want to be like that, but they don't see what goes on behind closed doors or they don't see that... Um, Life and Glamour is just like this. It's just in their garage. But when you go outside, there's like nothing in the cupboard and their family's struggling and all the the other stuff. So I think depending on, I don't know, each person in their situation, it it could either be a bridge or a gap, I think. But that then gives us, I think, um, as parents, whether of our generation or our older generation, the opportunity to sort of look into that. Because I know for my dad, I'm like, dad, use a Facebook. We'll create your profile. We'll show you how to do it because you can contact me. He's like, no, no, I don't want to learn, you know. Um, Just even getting them into that space of, you know, it's not for this, but it's so that you know what's going on because we don't know, like you said, we can't hide anything from our kids. And my kids come back to me and tell me stuff, and I'm like where did you hear that from because i just want to are like oh it was on it was on this and on that and i was like what is that (laughs) you know so i think yeah it's definitely depending on the situation it could be pro or con but i think that kind of encourages us to maybe look into those things because i think there shouldn't be a gap either way we should still be talking having those conversations um i think we just need to find out what our kids or what our parents or whatever um is going to social media for and yeah, mm. so.
5: and
9: just like the um also was we saying, we're in the era of um, we're in the era of you know like um internet being the big hype, um social media TikToks popping off at the moment, and um goes back to what the sister was saying as well um secrets you know um there's there's a lot of secrets um, and people use platforms um such as YouTube podcasts and everything else to open up and speak about. Um and and the beautiful thing about that, there like like she said, there is there are pros and cons to it. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing that comes out of it is you know, so many people are too fucking mad to come forward and talk about things. They're too scared to talk about things. But when they but you know, I've seen I've seen a lot of I've I've had my fair share of like different things on my For you page, a lot of people have. And um I've come across a lot of friends from school, um, you know, I never knew we're dancers. I never knew we're singers. That's their safe space. Um, that's their secret. That you know, that they were too scared to pursue. Are uh, their dreams? They were scared to pursue. Um, and they use the platform to s- not seek validation, but you know, just a sense of accepting that they've got a gift, the talent, um, despite what's what's being said on in the comments and stuff. Um, it's kind of like their medication to. Um, their mental wealth, I don't believe in mental health, I believe in mental wealth. Um,
0: What's the difference between mental health and mental wealth?
9: Mental health, I think it's just two words, but when you put it with mental wealth, your mental wealth is your bread and butter. Um, To me, um, if your head's not straight, you're not straight. Um, I live by the saying, I've said this to, I think countless peoples, I used to stream, um, had a consistent of 230 people like nearly every night, and I always used to sign off with, um, you guys stay sick, you stay blessed until next time. Let's go. And then I just sign off. But I always, um, whenever someone jumped into my panels, um, there was four boxes and um, they started venting to me. I used to do this thing where, um, can you just shut up real quick? Can I just say something real quick? And then they're like, oh yeah, I'll shut yeah. And I'm just gonna put you on mute, but I want you to take this advice that I'm gonna give to you. It's real simple. Um, fuck mental health and take care of your mental wealth. Um, know who you are and know what you stand for. Um, and when you know what those two are, you'll know the difference between both and you'll know how to balance. Um, the saying I always give to people is, um, your mind is your home, you own it. You've got to learn to rent it out. The only time you go back is when you have to fix it. Get straight up. Your mind's a dangerous place. And I I, I stand strong on that. When you're left in the in the dark for too long, what, what's moving, not your eyes, not your chest, your mind's moving, what's that noise, or, or it goes from what's that noise, or what did I do today, to deeper and darker thoughts, the more you're left alone, that's why I'm saying, you know, your homes, you own it, your your mind is your home, you own it, you got to learn to rent it out, and only go back when it's time to fix it, don't stay too long, if you can't Leave and come back later, cause that's what they do when they really fix us. you know, plumbers struggling with that one at the moment, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, shit's broken, but they, they. I'll come back next week. so that was two months ago, man. Come on. <laughs> where's, where's, Jake?
2: where's his plumber?
0: <laughs> <laughs> DJ, is there gonna be a sequel? Because you know, one thing that fascinates me about um, our people, like um, the word. The word Pacifica, like what, what's that gonna look like in twenty years time? Like how how much of the culture will be diluted from the islands? You know, when our kids, our kids, 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 what's that gonna look like? And what what is the culture gonna look like out there? Because I think with what happened with the parades, like it's it's strong. The culture's there, like everyone the identifies as being Samoan. But but that's all it, it is. It's just it's just being Samoan. Like what about the culture What's the culture going to look like For The generations from Being New Zealand born You know our parents came over here They had us And what are our future generations going to look like here Compared to back in the islands Like how separate is that going to be Because I think That's just my opinion But I just think 50 years from now It's going to be totally different And I don't know what it's going to be Like it's wow. It's interesting early, Like it's like that's you know deep. You know with social media and all that, you know, like it's changing now. Yeah. And and we'll we we'll, we'll, we'll be long gone when, when our kids, 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 kids. what's that gonna be? Yeah. You know? Is it still gonna be the same thing with the flags? When saw some more plays and in in, in, in
1: twenty seventy five. Ooh, man, it's a tough one eh. Um yeah, I haven't really thought about that part, to be honest.
0: Put me on a spot here. Eh? Um, but I'm just saying like yeah. I don't know, but you know it's important it's cool that the parades happen mm. and that unity happen because that shows how strong now we are you know yeah the, yeah the identity of being someone, no matter where you are and the, the message that comes across in the in the play doesn't matter where you are, how much of the language you know we're still someone you know, and mm-hmm. we all came together for, for that I that reckon,
1: that tournament I reckon. Um, by that time period, I don't know. It's not my my guess In my opinion. I reckon by that time period, it'll be a lot um more improved. Um, like there's more sense of um getting a clear understanding of the language that that time time around. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's uh yeah, it's a pretty tough topic here because I haven't really touched based on that as much. Do
5: you want to take the mic? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is <was> that okay? <laughs> 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 Two. One, <is> Anyway.
6: I think um, I'm hoping um, that the next generation and the generations to come, 50 years from now, man, it's a lot coming through. Um, they know how to utilize um, everything that we can't now. Do you know what I mean? Um, if you look at our generation now, there are so many artists that are coming out with them um, because we're storytellers. And if we know how to speak things into life um, and bring it out of the dark, you know, within households where they don't speak on on certain subjects, if we know how to do that now, He's hoping and praying that our kids and so on know how to do do it better, but on bigger platforms, mm-hmm. you know, not just in theatre. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's all we can really say is if we can teach them now, he's hoping they can have that same value for the rest of their lives. Yes. Yeah.
0: I, I believe that because we're already doing it to our kids. Yeah. Like we're teaching our kids what we learned from when we were kids. Yeah, but, definitely. But... Okay, that was cool, but that wasn't cool. I'm, gonna, I'm not going to teach my kids that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know? and yeah. if that goes on for generations, 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 yeah. it's going to be a totally different person. Yeah. the, yes, the culture will be yes. totally different by that time.
6: Yeah, but in saying that, at least, um, and at least he's hoping that they look in, at the history, and you know, continue to pull that back in to say, "Oh, yeah, those are my ancestors. I know how I got here through them." So on, so on. Look at things that are. Um, on TV, the movies Look back on those and be like Oh yeah, my mum was part of that I remember she explained this and that Because um, what
0: you're talking about is improving Improving, And that. And yeah, if we improve, improve, improve Yeah, Yeah. what's What's the final product It won't be ever final But what's that product going to look like in the end yeah. You know, like True. We're already having platforms to discuss things that are taboo Because we know if yeah. Everybody's going through it and we need a solution to these things that everyone's going through, but no one talks about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, right. so what's the next one going to be? Like, I'm sure our kids are going to grow up with problems too. Yeah. yeah. It'll be like internet problems, TikTok problems, <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it'll be like, <laughs> it'll, be like right. it'll be like stories about that, you yeah. know, and that and so forth. Because one thing I always believe, like, and I got this from a from a movie, like the the young always overcomes the old. Young. Always. Yeah. And because the young of a few book at the beginning but they learn <laughs> and then they take things from the past and make it better for the future yes. mm. Yeah. And, you yes know and makes. so I, I took that and I was like okay so you know my kids will probably take my shit and make it better <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, and yeah. <laughs> so on and so on Yeah. so I think that's the same for culture as well yeah. and we've already seen that with um. and you know you can be traditionalist about it like when I think about Samoa Samoa in the islands they're traditional about everything mm-hmm. you know so, but that's cool because they're going to have that tradition always. It will be slower to change because we live in New Zealand, Samoans live in Australia, Samoans live in the States. We're adapting to those environments, mm. those different cultures. So we'll probably change faster than over in Samoa. Mm. I think Samoa will be the always be the true OG. tradition <laughs> OG stuff. And yeah, yeah. I think our cultures will be separated as the generations go. Yeah, yeah true. Uh, so I think with with any sort of identity of being Samoan it's important that I think that we know that even though we're all different growing up different different environments that we are someone, and that's what's really important
5: yes.
0: Yes. and yeah thanks for DJing the play, man because I think yeah. that's that message will be something that whoever's in the audience watching because mm-hmm. how many shows are going to be Four. Four. Four, Yeah. man you know I'm not going to take four tickets because I'll take someone's seat <laughs> on the other, other three uh shows. But, you know, one ticket is enough. Let someone else experience, you know. But I, I think, yeah, man, I'm just excited. Eh? Like, mm. just hearing you guys, like, thank you guys for coming, eh? Coming, and talking about all this. Cause, thank you for having me. Because, you know, mm. it's important, man. And I'm just learning. I'm, I'm, man, from when we started to now, I learned a lot about this play. You know, just learning from you guys' experiences. You know, we're discussing topics that. You know we're all going through and need to be took and need to touch on and stuff like that and it's all part of the play you know it's all part of the message that's coming out of the play. so mm-hmm. yeah. so thank you guys man i looking forward to to seeing it
9: thank you yeah okay yeah. hey, so just on behalf of all of us man uh thanks for creating the space and uh for yeah. inviting us and having us on but i'll let dj say the rest because uh, he's the leader i
0: just <laughs> thought i'd be <laughs> poco, you know before you do that can you just tell everybody where the show is where to get tickets and all that all the details oh, man, so to you.
1: <laughs> nah, um, <laughs> you can get your them, um, <laughs> you can get your tickets online at event finder um just search up uh, what's the difference sixty uh, five 685 to the world it'll be at the top um, as soon as you search it up also you can follow our social media platforms and it's the links are all there facebook and instagram tiktok it's all there um you can follow us there and follow our tiktok page all in crew that's where for the uh, little behind-the-scenes is happening with our promo videos. Um, yeah, no, cams. thanks for um, having us tonight. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, sorry, going back to our dates. Sorry, my head is all over the place. <laughs> the dates is September the 6th to September 9th, which is a Wednesday to a Saturday night. It starts at 8pm. And I uh, bring your friends and your families to the, to the shows. Bring your flags... Wave them up high and low. Are
0: we allowed to keep the flags? Are we allowed to take them away? <laughs> <out.
5: laughs>
1: <laughs> Just don't take my special flag. I've got. Uh, we we'll charge you twenty, but we want it back.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> but if you forget a flag, uh, mix and Ants will get you covered. So,
0: shut, sure, shut. Sure. Um, any last words, guys? Yeah, thanks, Ken, for, 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 for having rapp- us
1: tonight. Um, appreciate um you bringing us into your space. See, uh, we really appreciate it and. We look forward to seeing you and everyone else there to the shows. And um, just one more little thing before we go let the parades begin.
5: Let's (laughs) go!